Welcome to this week's episode of Real Estate Served on the Rocks. In this week's episode, the guys go over how student loan repayment can affect your ability to buy a home, all while enjoying Knob Creek Single Barrel Store Select Bourbon. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Real Estate Served on the Rocks. As always, my name is Charlie Sardelli, and I'm here with Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Just kidding, James Namros, guys. What's going on? Oscar Barra. And I'm and, digging this Savannah Bananas shit. Hey, that's right. You got to rep Savannah Bananas, baby. Most entertaining uh, team in minor league baseball. <laughs> I promise you. Go check it, it out it on is. TikTok. They uh, are oh, they're hilarious. booked out for... You can't get it. You can't, you can't buy it. Wow. Well, they're, yeah. they're sold out. Huh. Yep. That's interesting. And who are you? I, I'm Charlie Sardelli. What up, buddy? As always, right? right? And guys, we are three Colorado-based realtors out here uh, just trying to bring you guys the best information and knowledge around the real estate market to arm you to make the best decisions that you can. Remember... We drop our episodes every week between Monday and Wednesday on YouTube at Living in Colorado at the Mile High Perspective, and our audio drops every Friday or Saturday. So subscribe to the channel, make sure you get all those notifications, and follow on Apple Music or Spotify to get the notifications of when we go live. Awesome. Jameson's going live on the computer right yeah, now. I yeah, <laughs> the podcast just started talking to me. For right? some reason. Well, guys, today we want to talk about a topic that uh, honestly is going to affect thousands of Americans, um, and obviously a lot of people weren't happy about it, but today we're going to talk about the Supreme Court uh, ruling against the student loan um, white, forgiveness, yep. yeah, and forgiveness that uh, the Biden administration put in. And again, we're going to do our best to stay in the middle on this topic. We're not going to try and tailor right or left, or I know you want us to, but we're going to try and stay You're on the even. You're not going to bait us. Yeah, no, no, not going to happen. Maybe in person. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. In after person, couple, I, I'm easily baited. After but, a couple glasses? Yeah, but, yeah. you know, out here, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it... Uh, keep it civil? We'll keep when it I'm sober, unbaitable. Yes. Yeah. Once I start drinking, fuck. I'll debatable. Be Come on. <laughs> so who knows? Go. Maybe, maybe the end of the podcast will be a little heated. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we wanted to cover the topic because we've kind of been on a kick with topics recently on financing. Yeah. Um, and, and not even, you know, financing to the point of this is how much money you have to have, but creative ways that you can save money and how different, different ways of, of pricing a home can affect your sales. So we've been really money-minded, and when this information came down, all three of us were like, oh, God, this is going to make the buying power from millennials and, and high, you know, high Gen Z even, even worse mm-hmm. than it is. Uh, yeah, so that's just something. That came to your mind. Mine is, fuck. Right? My wife is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, same thing for me. I haven't had to repay my student loans for three years now, right? And, and that's another thing that's just going to tack on. At least they're yours. I'm, I'm a college dropout. <laughs> I didn't finish my college degree. You're right. You're I was right. close. I just didn't do it. But my wife did. She has a bachelor's and a master's. So yeah. 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 Well, we talk about all the time, right? So when we talk about buying groups, one of the reasons that we've been struggling with affordability is low inventory. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons we have low inventory is because one of the largest population generations is in you know, home formation age, which was the millennials. Mm-hmm. And of those millennials, over 10 million carry student loan debt at an average of almost $40,000 per person. And Stat quite guy. frankly, they're the generation that's on the fence on mm-hmm. yeah. buying houses yeah. as it is. Absolutely. So you know, you put another hurdle, it's going to it's gonna suck. Yeah. yeah, you can't keep telling them just to not buy avocado toast. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, I, I go, love it. We're, we're back on that topic. I have been gone for how long? You're <laughs> yeah. back on I, want, I, want, I wanted to just welcome you back. <laughs> Thanks. It is a summertime. Thanks. It is a summertime. Feel, but I think the, uh, the important thing is that when you talk about heavy topics, like politics and finances mm-hmm. and student loans and higher education, I mean, you kind of have to include bourbon. You have right? to. Oh, you have to. 100%. It just makes it easier. And uh, on, 
on this episode, we're, we're going with another tried and true. We got the Knob Creek back, but this one's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I know I say that a bunch about a bunch of bourbons, but <laughs> it's minus the brown bag episode. I'm yeah, sure. you're <laughs> welcome. That one was that one was fun, <laughs> yeah. right? That one was a fun episode. Um, this first time Oscar put any kind of an additive into oh. the into the bourbon on the show, ended up with the uh, I got the up coke and coke. Yeah, that, that was nasty. <laughs> Um, but this Knob Creek, the reason that this one's cool, and I honestly didn't realize that companies did this, mm-hmm. but uh, you've, we've heard Jameson talk about it before. We get most of our bourbon from Bubbles over here in Castle Rock. And um, what's really cool about this bottle is this was chosen specifically Correct. store select for Bubbles, right? Yep. So yeah. Basically so they, they yeah, go, go out it. and it's a single barrel, right? And we've talked about single barrels before. Once it's a single barrel, there's a batch and there's a barrel number. And you're never going to get that single barrel again, right? But they make multiple single barrels at a time. And whenever you have a store select or a store pick, uh, they go out and they actually taste the different barrels, right? So the owners, the master tasters will go out to Knob Creek or Knob Creek will bring them samples of different barrels. They'll taste all of them and then they'll pick the one that they want to carry in their store. So it's kind of a unique way to choose the merchandise in the store. It's a unique way for us to taste it because... It was picked selectively by Taste Masters, uh, and you will never have this same um, batch or same uh, store barrel select ever again. Yeah, and I mean, just in general, single barrels are, are really cool when it comes to bourbon. We had, a, we had a kick on them for a little bit. Yeah, we had like yeah. four in a row. Yeah, like well, and, and honestly, I think I, I like that we did that, especially because, you know, to people who don't drink bourbon regularly, when to them small batches is the the, the top right mm-hmm. like it's oh this is going to be the best that i can get from that so i think it was cool that we did do a series of small mm-hmm. batches and i mean sorry sorry mr mcconaughey but uh your 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 wild turkey long branch didn't didn't hold up quite quite at all oh, you, you had wild barrel. turkey we did the long branch the long one. branch oh. yeah, yeah yeah remember the, the, rare, the rare bird or whatever that one's good that's yeah yeah, yeah. i remember we got to bring that one in to see if it, we can redeem wild turkey i i, <laughs> I don't know it was just for a small batch it was not what it should have been, but we're not going to dwell on the past. We're going to enjoy what we have here today. Um, and, and guys, honestly, you know, we normally do the backgrounds on, on the bourbons, but Knob Creek is one of the most tried and true. Mm-hmm. If you yep. go into any bar, almost anywhere, you're going to see a Knob Creek on the shelf, whether it's the, the entry level Knob Creek or a small batch, it's, it's known to be a, a bourbon that, you know, you can get in pretty much any bar. So it's typically high, uh, Top shelf. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In most bars. Well, and it's a lot of times the top shelf because it's higher proof, right? So the one thing that makes Knob Creek unique is they barrel their whiskeys and bourbons, excuse me, uh, prohibition style. So prohibition style just means that when they barrel it, they barrel it 100 proof. They don't try and weed out and make it a little bit lighter in color or lighter in the alcohol content. Mm-hmm. So all of their bourbons are 100 proof. Yeah. This one, being it being a small batch, is 120. Okay. They, they, they hide it from the cops and they run from the cops and then they put yes. it on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. Prohibition style. Pretty much. There's prohibition under, style. Underground tunnel it's system yeah. that they go through if you guys ever watch Shawshank Redemption. Very similar. <laughs> well, um, I mean, and you could tell, you could tell obviously, just by looking at the bottle itself, this, this is a very deep amber. Mm-hmm. Uh, not used to seeing, even, I mean, even the smoke wagon yeah, smoke was not this, not this deep, dark. Uh, nope. deep of a color. And for me, whenever I see that, I don't know about you guys, but whenever I see a dark, darker, deeper color in a bourbon or a whiskey, it, it gives me more hope for, for the complexity mm-hmm. um, just because I feel like it's been aged longer. There's mm-hmm. more flavor in it. That's why it's darker. Uh, and that's usually what leads to the color being darker. But yeah. I like how you said they don't, they don't do anything to they it. They don't distill it. I mean, they distill it, obviously, but they don't distill it to the point where the proof starts to go away. Mm-hmm. And so. two things I like about Knob Creek, they're, they're a good price for what yeah. they are mm-hmm. um, across the board. Two, 
we could drink it neat. It's oh, really yeah. good for yeah. drinking, but it, it lends well for other mm -hmm. uh, beverages. We do uh, during the, um, the winter this um, kind of eggnog milkshake type deal. It's really mm -hmm. good, and we use I use Knob Creek for that. Nice. Okay. It's really good. I, you know, I, when, in my time bartending, I didn't – a lot of my knob was, was – Poured straight up or on the rocks. I, I never really, I don't even think I ever did a special with yeah. Knob Creek. Um, just because, honestly, like to me, there's more. There's other bourbons that I'd rather use. Right for a special. If you're gonna well, do, yeah. Because of I like their like it's a malty caramel flavor mm -hmm. profile yep. it has. I mean, we haven't tasted it yet, but it lends itself well for like those festive yes drinks. Absolutely, Espe like especially. An eggnog. Well, I was gonna say even even like an old fashioned, <clears throat> more more of like a. a a Christmassy old fashioned. Yes. I could definitely see not giving a good. It goes well with that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, we let it breathe for a little bit. I'm gonna go ahead and swish it around. Oscar, uh, you said that you're gonna do something a little out of character with yeah, this I'm first just sip. Drink huh? it all. It's been a long morning. <laughs> let's let's go ahead and, and and. Does anybody know what umber? Cheers. Is? Oh, cheers. Yeah, by chance. Because that is uh, is uh, one of the flavor profiles that we're umber. Using. Umber, not amber. Umber. What's umber. Umber. Don't know. I think I know her. I guess I'll, you know what? I got a computer. Yeah, yeah. Let's find out. Let's, 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 pull, the, uh, let's pull, the, pull the Joe Rogan. Hey, Andy, back there with the, with the computer. Can you, no, no, uh, can no, you this, look that up for This guy was uh, what are, walking thesaurus over here. <laughs> yeah. He knows every word, and he doesn't know umber. So. No, I do not know umber. Uh, I'm interested. Jeez, that's, a, that's a new one. Hey, all I know is. Hey, you guys, you guys taste. I'm doing my well, research. All I know is this. It cinches the nostrils. It's not a. It's not a doesn't feel like this one's gonna be a creamy mouthfeel, Oscar. No, oh, yeah, that, I don't. Uh, I don't either. Yep. I have a. I've. I haven't been here for wow. two episodes, three weeks in a row mm -hmm. now. Um, been busy with work, and I have been doing Fourth of July and all that, but mm -hmm. it's been beer drinking, really. Yeah. So this is. No, my, I'll give it to you. My, this is hot. My my first pours, and I could. I could. It burns the nostrils. Well, you know what's interesting though is we've had. We've I got had. Nothing. You got nothing? Got nothing. It's a made-up made word. They made got it nothing. Up. Not <laughs> made up. It's, maybe it was a typo. Yeah. They want to yeah, say maybe amber, they meant amber. Yeah. Huh. I'll go with Turn umber. the We're A upside down. We'll tag them and ask them. Yeah. I will say Yeah, that. anybody who's watched this works with Knob Creek, can you let me know what Call umber? Call up Betty, that lady we left a yeah. message to. <laughs> she should know. Um, I will say that although it is really <laughs> heavy on the burn, yeah. I, can still, I can still smell some flavor through it. Yeah. It's definitely very front-loaded. Yeah. Very, very front-loaded. I don't... I would love to see the guy that stuck his nose in it. Oh, he would. <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can hear him. Ooh. You got congestion, though. <sighs> Clear yeah, that no, up don't real do that. fast. <laughs> don't do that. Real fast. Yeah. That was. <laughs> All right. First sip. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh. not going to say. I don't know if you're going to shoot that one. I'm not. <laughs> and it's a warm Whoa. day. Okay. I mean, it's full of, it's good. It has some sweet, some caramel, but it. Mm. This is this is real heavy on the backer, mm -hmm. the backer flavor. I felt, I felt softer, maybe yeah. that's what <laughs> maybe that's what umber is. Right, yeah, yeah, maybe I prohibition mean, tobacco. He was Definitely. gonna say amber, but yeah. he took a drink. He was like, "It's umber." umber. <laughs> I can taste the umber. <laughs> I mean, that's I a good can, description. I, I can still get the a couple of flavor profiles, even though it is very hot. Oh, absolutely! Like I'm, I get caramel on the back end. Yep, it's sweet. That burn definitely goes all the way through, though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it's. It Normally, by the too. time yeah. I take my second sip, the burn's yeah. gone. No, this one, uh, this will put hair on your chest. I will say, you said this is 120? 120. 120. It's it 120? makes sense. Yeah. 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 breakfast. That's why I was going <laughs> to laugh for if, if you actually took I'm it. You're feeling real good by the end of this episode. <laughs> it, it makes sense. But, again, the flavor, 
very, very earthy. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and when I say tobacco, like... Some would say umber. Like, <laughs> are we going to do another <laughs> counter? How many times are we going to say umber? But, I mean, as far as, far as notes go, once that burn does tailor down, mm-hmm. I do... I don't know about you guys, but I do get some of the fruit. Yeah, I get so, a little bit on the back end. Yeah, it, on the back end. Uh, more on the back of your tongue. The lingering is... I don't want to say like reminiscent to a well of uh, the willet kind yes. of that earthy grassy yeah. mm-hmm. the lingering flavor yeah yeah definitely dirty yeah not bitter dirty is probably chewy? Good. yeah like well, chewy. like like yeah. dirt yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i like that yeah it's i a, feel like this is one of those with a with a nice ice ball oh yeah yeah, yeah and yeah, it yeah. opens up mm-hmm. it would be well, water droppers still, i was gonna say do they still have those water yeah droppers they, in i'm here? staring at one right now yeah yeah all right well we might have to might have to hop off camera and go I grab was, one. We were Jennifer and I um, were were meeting here, and she was asking, "What the heck are those droppers for?" I was like, "Soak in the bourbon." <laughs> the up. dripper drops. Let's see. Oh, we have we have an audience member today. Yes, today. for the first time. Jennifer Napoleon, she's a lender here in Colorado. This also, VA. I feel like this one makes of the best me, VA I feel lenders. like I'm like drugging your. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that well, that that does like a dr- a like drug a Charlie, teacher. look away. Okay, this is not <laughs> rehypnol. What are you what? talking about? What's going on here? It's scary that you know what, what it is. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just know the correct doses. Okay. That. <laughs> Make sure I don't walk away from my One, drink with you. Two, three. Yeah, I'm, I'm going three as well. Yep. I'm going straight. I, I'd be. And you will now not remember the rest of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be the I'm first interested. one. Very. This is the first time we're doing this. All right, fine. When in Rome. When in the club. Oh, when in the club. All right, three in. Three. Yep. I mean. Wow, I do three, but yeah, I, f- I feel like holy shit, mm-hmm. that cut the, the heat mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. Still on the back end though. Wow. Oh. All right, I'm still digesting. The re- first re- one. Now we're doing the first sip with three drops oh. of water in it. I got heartburn. Opens st- up. Wow. Yeah. Opens yeah. Up. <sighs> the flavor, the spice, r- immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's what's adding more to the burn too. Is it's more spice yeah. forward? Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> good. Okay, all right. Keep that. I was pro tip. Shit, keep that. <laughs> I was gonna say pro keep tip. that. Keep that noted yeah, for for tip. the the. It, it tones it down the the initial bite. Yeah, yeah for sure. a lot. Yeah, a hundred percent. Just like three to get the burn in the. Okay, esophagus. I like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll see how it goes towards the end. Well, on that note, uh, I I think that. This is a good bourbon to talk about the topic because because um, this topic burns. Yes, it burns. Yeah. It burns hot, uh, and I mean I've I've seen some pretty heated debates. So the, from friends, yeah, you're going to be hit personally. Mm-hmm. We both are, but I'm not doing the research. I don't want to know. Yeah. Um. What What does it look like for you? Four hundred eighty dollars a month. Ah, shit. Mm-hmm. And that's about average. Yep. Right. Ah, so if you look at it, yeah. it, and it also depends, not to you know bring up wounds, but. It depends on the education level. Obviously, if you throw a master's in there, Fuck, then yeah. it can go up to I'm six, definitely going to sell my car. <laughs> eight, eight, 800 it's, a month. Well, but. And that's the crazy part is, it, and even from the moment that I started paying, and, and one thing that I'll never forget is that when I, when I graduated, one of, my, one of my friend's dads, he's a doctor, and he straight up said to me, he's like, Charlie, I told him, I told him right when I get out, you will get $100 for me until the day that I die, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all he's paying is $100 a month because he knows that he could not have survived. Right paying more than that and it's definitely a scary thing to to face down because you know on on past episodes we talked about how my girlfriend and i are still renting specifically because we if you look at a mortgage payment right now we're we're still saving 500 dollars a month Mm -hmm. so it's like oh yeah let's go ahead now now look right now welcome back that 500 dollars we were saving is now 
is now gone. Yeah, and it's going to be – it's interesting. We talk about affordability all the time, and I think last month – this month will be interesting with where interest rates are at, how it shakes out. Mm-hmm. But last month was the first month that we've seen since, I want to say, last year where your average purchase price was at or above list price. Yes. Right? We've mm-hmm. seen it 96, 97, 98%. Okay, well, now we're creeping up to that 100, yep. 108 and you're seeing home prices, we took a little bit of a dip, mm-hmm. and now they're essentially flat. Inflation's gone down a little bit. I think CPI came out today, mm-hmm. 3% uh, yeah. year over year. Energy and food were the big ones that yep. um, that contributed to that's that. Housing, I, I, It was just so happened that I was watching that this yeah, morning. Housing, but housing's still right. elevated, right? Services mm-hmm. is way elevated, obviously. Mm-hmm. So what what the reason I think you and I were talking about this, why we want to talk about it is, one, to prepare you guys, right? Because not everybody watches the news and I don't blame any of you guys. Yeah. It's, it's uh, depressing. <laughs> uh, but if you are thinking of buying a home or renting and looking to save up, or you're one of those people that I know, I, I don't know the statistic, so don't kill me if I'm wrong, but it's over 90% of student loans that were deferred made zero payments over the last two years. Yes. So that well, money went somewhere else, and, right? And depending on what, what market you're in, I was also, um, obviously I'm a short sale specialist and REO specialist. And I try to keep up with that. Um, California, a few other states. Um, most of their FHA files, they were they were um, below their. They, they didn't have any equity. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were negative in the equity. Yep. Honestly, that that, that was that was purchased the last two years. Well, I was going to say honestly, that doesn't that doesn't surprise me with how the market's been going in California. Yeah. And really, we might might see something like that here in Colorado. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Prep, I'm prepping myself. Hopefully, it doesn't hit Colorado as much as the other states. Mm-hmm. But that was an interesting statistic. Now, my question would be again, I didn't I didn't do the research for. You know what, what? What? What's the calm? But is it case by case on you know your your work? If you're working, not working. If you have a so, spouse, how does that? Yeah. Work? So that's actually that's that's a good point that you bring up. Um, so immediately after the Supreme Court knocked down um, the the uh, yeah. the the no payments yeah. or the the wipe, or the, yeah. uh, Joe Biden came out pretty much immediately and said, okay, well if you're not going to do this, then we're going to implement certain plans and and um, situational, like you're saying, situational payback methods for people who earn below this or stuff like that. So, you know, I would say the the silver lining in this is that this has definitely put more of a magnifying glass on the payment and how it's affecting the middle class of America, the, the backbone of the country. And I think that's good. Um, ultimately, yes, would all of us have loved to get $20,000 wiped off the loans? Yeah. But ultimately, I, I'd I almost think that long term, if we embrace this in the right way, we can see a reform in payment that that could help based on some of these some of these programs that are being presented and the ideas that are coming from them. Well, and and, and kind of like with Gallagher as well, Mm -hmm. you know, they're not going to hit us full force with it. There's there has to be a plan Mm -hmm. just because it'll 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 tank everything. Yeah. Yeah, so they're, I mean, they have, the backup plan is save, mm-hmm. and, and, and Biden and Harris introduced that immediately afterwards. Mm-hmm. Again, the, the wheels of Washington, D.C. turned very slowly, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and it was less of a one-time payment and more of a all-encompassing yep. tax credits to employers and income-based uh, repayment plans. The, at the end of the day, though, I think the concern that I see is, especially with, you know, first-time home buyers, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's a big one. Uh, they are, there's a lot of people used to having that extra four or $500 a month, right? So even if mm-hmm. you don't talk about affordability, yep. the reason we want to bring it up is because even just from a financial planning standpoint, like you guys have to understand that this is on the horizon. So mm-hmm. it starts right. back up September 1st. The first payments are due October 1st. 
there's going to be a moratorium on credit reporting for at least the first 12 months. Yep. So if you can't make the payments right away, it's not going to directly hit uh, the credit scores uh, immediately. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's going to be there. Right. And then the second piece of that is, you know, you do have the people that were not paying over mm-hmm. the last two years, which they could have knocked down their interest. And now it's going to hit them as inflation is still running hot, and right? It's gonna it's gonna hit them in the pocket three four five hundred dollars a month. That's and again, a, that's it's a car payment. Caveat to this is do do your research for your for mm-hmm. your situation. Yes, right? absolutely. Um, it, it might not be as impactful, or it, it might just be right there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, in my case, kind of glad everything's under my name. Yep. You know, so uh, if it hits my wife, it's not gonna affect me directly, but I, I'll probably still have to pay. Or maybe I get a divorce and she still lives with me and then I just pay her alimony and steal money in the bank for me. Boom. Look at that. Shoot. Adapter die. Smart money moves. <laughs> Smart money moves over here, Oscar. I like it. You know what? I like it. I'm a, I'm a um, numbers guy. Yeah. So here, you want some more numbers? This is just... You know some, I like the numbers. Just some, some things to think about and why it's a bigger deal than I think most people... Like people are making it a big deal because of, oh, I got to pay an extra $500 yeah. a month. I don't think enough people are making enough noise around the housing portion of it. Yes. And like we talked about, right, millennials, mm-hmm. largest generational group to be purchasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, 37% of them have some sort of student loan debt. 37%. So what I say? 10 million? Mm-hmm. So of the 37 million, uh, you know, like there's, yeah. there's a lot of people, a lot of people. Uh, that have it. And of those, they've done surveys. NAR has done a bunch of surveys to study how student debt affects, right? Because it's it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. It's over a trillion dollars, or almost a trillion dollars. Sixty-one percent said that student loans are preventing them from either purchasing now, or it's delaying them from making a purchase. Whether that's because they don't want the extra expense, mm-hmm. or they just don't qualify, right? Yeah. And what we've seen over the last two years is anybody that's deferring a payment. I really hope that's not my car. Uh, that's definitely not my car. Nope. Anybody that's deferred a payment, right, if you go to a loan, depending on the type of loan, they're going to take and account for a certain percentage of your monthly, right? Yeah. So I've gone through it, and Oscar, I know you've gone through it, where I've had people that have had deferred student loans that we've actually had to have them start paying it because paying it was actually less than what an FHA or conventional is going to charge them for, mm-hmm. their, de- for their debt to income yep. by paying it, right? So now you've got these people that haven't been paying it. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a shock, and I don't I don't affordability wise I don't know. I mean, and that ultimately for me is I th- I think that's why you're seeing such a, a a pushback from the public, and and you know staying in the middle. I think that this is a, a bipartisan issue because this isn't something that you it's one group of people left mm-hmm. or right that that are dealing with it. This is something that is being dealt with across the board. Yep. And and it becomes a it becomes a situation like you were saying is, well where do I prioritize my money at this mm-hmm. point? Because if I, self, if I have to make these payments back, but I still have to pay rent, and then the, the idea and the conversation of owning is, is cheaper than, than renting gets a little bit harder to have. Yeah. I mean, it is long-term, yeah, sure. Exactly. But it definitely gets blurred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. is it? Yep. Right. Right. Well, you, you said what? You, your rent's 2000 2000 right, right? now. Right, so... And that's low in Denver. And again, right. do, now. Do, do your due diligence mm-hmm. because when rates are up, Rents are up, yep. you know, so it, mm-hmm. it, it is going to affect our industry. We just have to figure that out now. Yes. Yeah. It's another, it's another obstacle we need to figure out. Yep. And we well, will. and, and ultimately I think what, what really bothers me around it and, and this is where I'll just grind your gears. Yeah. Grinds my gears about it is if we know the American public is struggling and there is something that could bring relief instead of 
just striking it down. And, and here again, the fact that it got struck down, yes. Is that annoying? Yes. But the people who were str- angry about it and, and who were wanting it struck down did not propose a single solution. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, Same with Gallagher. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, it, but, and then that becomes a deal of it's like, okay, so you acknowledge the fact that the country's suffering financially and, and people can't, per- they don't have purchasing power right now, but you're neglecting the fact that you just added right. an entire an entire payment that is going to continue to hurt the economy. The, and, and again, I understand completely where people are coming from when they say, well, I paid my stuff back. You should not have to. Okay. Again, staying away from all of that, propose a solution. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're going to strike it down, just say, Hey, this is a possibility because this is where we're going to sit now. This is a time in American history that is truly, truly unprecedented where you have... Yeah, I think it's an inflection like, point. Yeah. For sure. Well, we're getting mm-hmm. bitched at by inflation and we're going to be like, eh, and a matter of fact, we're going to do this. Yep. Yep. That kind of sucks. It hurts. It mm-hmm. stings. It does. It's, uh, yeah, it's tough, man. I mean, at the end of the day, right, we are, this all it, it stems from one thing. Mm-hmm. You can't just print $2 trillion. Yeah. Why not? Can't make up money. You yeah. just can't do it. We have a mint here. <laughs> Come huh? out of nowhere. You can't I mean, do it. <laughs> we have a mint. Yeah. I'm just saying. You should, we can't. It's just, you know, we, it's, what is it? It doesn't uh, make it's sense. It's a fugazi. Fugazi. It's <laughs> fairy dust. You could just print Shout out hard. Matthew McConaughey. Shout out Matthew McConaughey. That was good. The one thing he did right and ran a fire. Skilled. Um, but no. I still I, haven't seen the movie. I've seen no, the he did. He, he watched I it. Did. I did. Oh, you need to go watch yeah. it. I knew about it. Yeah, I watched need, trailers. You need to go watch it. It's, it's uh, but yeah, the, the problem is there's it's such a complex problem. Mm-hmm. And the solution is going to have to come from a federal standpoint and a state standpoint. Mm-hmm. And then from an affordability for housing standpoint, local as well. Yes. And trying to get all three of those entities Mm -hmm. to work together somebody's going to always have to give up something right um and i know we're you know we we come on the show and we talk about different things whether it's affordability or whether it's how to look for a house or you know how to choose an agent all those kind of things um there is i want to make sure that we have at least a semi-solution that people can can look for yeah and i think we can link this in the um affordable housing no 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 just for a student repayment um in the uh, in the video, right? So even <coughs> though that got shot down, um, they still have uh, the save program, which yep. will get fully phased in next year, mm-hmm. and that is supposed to pass because it is not a one-time forgiveness where the executive branch is kind of overstepping what they're allowed to do. Yeah, uh, and people can can actually apply for it as long as it's meets two kind of basic criteria. The first one is it has to be a federally backed student loan. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the first thing. You know, if it's private. Unfortunately, not a ton of solutions currently, but it's got to be federally backed and you have to have been paying for it or paying on it for a minimum of 10 years. Mm -hmm. So you have to show that repayment for 10 years. If you have those two qualifications, you can apply for the SAVE program and when it rolls through next year, you can potentially see some of those federally backed student loan repayments cut in half, essentially. So we'll link it so that you guys, you know, and if if you're one of the ones that that pre- I don't know what do you want to say? Uh, prepaid. Pre-filled yeah. out. No, pre-filled out the repayment yeah. or the reimbursement Hello. deal. Yeah. <laughs> you can automatically roll over to the save program mm-hmm. as well. So you guys can get it and, and just have it taken care of. Yep. Um, and I would encourage everybody to do so because it's it's something that if it does go all the way through, which it looks like it will, it's not the same. You're not going to mm-hmm. get, you know, forgiven ten to $20,000, but yep. you're going to be able to have a better income-based repayment plan put in place. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, it could wipe out your monthly payment. just depends. So yeah. Can, just can I, I want to make sure that... I know we're doom and gloom, but there is a solution currently. Yes. Can, can I add to a weirdness of the doom and gloom? Yeah. Can I get a little conspiracy yeah. theory? Go for it. Conspiracy theory? Hey, if Knob Creek can make words up, so can I. <laughs> 
Um, you think they're just creating a little bit more of economic hardships, so it's election year next year. It They'll is. Come and be like, mm-hmm. look, we're gonna. Our country's great. Let's drop oh, yeah. interest rates. You know, the, the the repayment program. Let's revamp it. We're gonna get great again. Mm-hmm. Not a political statement. I'm just saying. Who knows? It's at, at least for the next few months. Mm-hmm. What are we six half halfway through the year? Yeah, it's yeah. July, got, August, you know, October, five months. Three. We're yeah, probably gonna see a lot of change at the beginning of next year. Yes. No, Absolutely. I yeah I agree Absolutely. with you. I agree with you completely. Well, I think that's the point of talking about this kind of stuff so that you can have it in the forefront as you are you know going out and looking for homes or even not looking for homes. We talk about it all the time. If you're just working with one of us or mm-hmm. a financial planner or a lender and putting a plan in place to say, hey, you know what, I'm not ready now, but in six months I want to purchase. Come well, January, you're you're uh, full six set. months is there's a, a lot's going to change. I mean, mm-hmm. hell, we saw rates go almost to an eight percent in day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 a day. Well, so, and that's six months. And again, that, <laughs> you know, vendors. <laughs> what it what it really comes down to is, is what we preach all the time is preparation, right? Yes. And and not doomsday knowledge. preparation, yeah. knowledge, just preparation. <laughs> yeah, knowledge of what your situation. Exactly. is. Exactly. Exactly. And with that being said, don't don't take this as up. Oh, there's another payment. Therefore, I'm further away from buying a home. Take this as an opportunity to learn more about your finances and and, and reach out to somebody who has the knowledge and has done the training to, to help you deal with these kinds of things. Take Lenders, this as an opportunity to know that we're on the forefront of knowing these things so yeah. we could prep you. Yeah. Not, and, not as a downer, as we're prepped. Come yep. to us well, and talk and to us. And we have connections with people who have been doing this for years and see all different kinds of financial backgrounds and, and, yep. and stuff. And there's still people getting into homes. Like, And don't get me wrong, a lot of I saw a TikTok the other day where it was like, or I think it was yours, where it was basically talking about how like, who the hell's buying these houses? Oh, the like, dude that got in an argument with me? Yeah, yeah, that, that started. He was like, Thanks, why did I always argue with you? 1432890, right? With but no profile picture, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, 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 they argue with you because, or I was watching the news this morning and I kind of saw a similarity between you and Zelensky. I'm just saying, you kind of <laughs> look like that guy, so that might be why. I slow. was laughing by myself this morning at five in the morning. <laughs> a slow like, zoom on, on, on Jameson's face yeah. for you guys. <laughs> Weird. I don't know how to take that. No, uh, no, but they're always <laughs> arguing with you. That's I what know. I'm saying. Yeah. All of them. Well, yeah. and, and basically, you, sorry, not arguing with I argue, me. I argue back. Well, I'm his, his, whole, his whole idea was, well, if home prices are so elevated and that's unaffordable, then how are homes still right. selling? Guys, just because you don't have money doesn't mean somebody else doesn't have money. Well, it's not even that. It's, it's situational. Yeah. You know, there's people with tons of equity that need to move, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, the hardships of a divorce or they had another baby. It's joyful. We need a bigger house. So they're taking the equity from one house, dumping it into another, and they're, they're moving around. It's as asset mm-hmm. management mm-hmm. movement, if you will. Yep. Yeah. So there's still business being done. It's just situational. Yeah, well, and, that, but and that's ultimately what done, I mean. But there's no houses. But well, but that's but ultimately what I mean is like, yes, it, it's still being done. Like, there's still yeah. options to buy. There's still ways to buy. Sure. So it's not just like we've seen in the past. And this is what the problem is. Yep. In the past, home prices were high. America cooled down. Said, ah, we can't afford this. Home prices cooled. Right. Now we're seeing a very unique situation where you're sitting on a ton of equity. The United States pumped money in for the last two years. And they're trying, they've built that up. People, companies saved. They knew that this was coming and people have money to spend. You guys want another stat? Always. I want stats from you, Jameson. Equity. Yeah. So 2012, 2013, um, when you measure home values as far as an asset, like Mm -hmm. Oscar was talking about, right? You you talk about the debt as far as what the mortgage is total and then what the equity is nationwide. 2012, 2013, there was about $9 trillion in debt. So outstanding mortgages. $9 $9 trillion in equity that people can mm. tap into, right? Mm-hmm. Fast forward 10 years, we now are sitting at $13 trillion in debt, not a big increase, 
37 trillion wow. in equity, right? Mm-hmm. So when you talk about the people that are making those moves, that's out there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you talk about the individuals that are maybe sitting on a ton of equity and don't really know how to use it, talk to your lender. Well, and, and that's like even get take into it a, a good bit place. More. Debt I, consolidation. Like there's so many different options you can do. And I know we're the, the, you know, we're kind of skewing towards what homeowners can do, right? Because there are homeowners like me who and you, right? We have student loan debt. And I want to touch on this real quick just because I think it's important. Um, a lot of people don't understand how to effectively use their home equity, mm. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a HELOC can be an extremely powerful tool for debt consolidation. Mm-hmm. And if you're one of those families that, let's say, you've got a house that you've lived in for 10 years and you're sitting on $250,000, $300,000 in equity um, and you've got, you know, both spouses maybe went to college and all of a sudden those payments are going to rear their ugly head. Mm-hmm. And now to your point earlier, you got to pick and choose, Hey, what bills am I going to actually pay and whatnot? Mm-hmm. There's so many people that I go, well, it's, you know, what, what's your house worth? Like how much equity do you have? And they look at me, they go, what? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you can utilize that. Mm-hmm. And you can do a debt consolidation loan. You can pay off student loans or you can take your highest credit card interest payment. Uh, who was I just talking to? Somebody's interest payment on their credit card now that the, the Fed rate hike has continued to happen. Is it like a 22 and a half percent, right? Well, if I can get a HELOC at 7%, 6%, and dump all of my debt into that, mm-hmm. right? I think the average student loan debt interest rate is 6.5. Yep. So if I'm under that, I'm saving money. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's granted it's one monthly lump payment, right? Mm-hmm. Which you have to adjust to, but you're saving 10, 15, 16% in interest. Damn it. Over the over the course of that, right? I'm so, not finishing my basement. But that's <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is like, and, and I think this, this is why it's important that this is the whole reason we do this podcast because when we look at that, Creative our, our job is to find solutions and give you guys information that you can utilize. If you're a homeowner, look at your home equity, talk to somebody about a HELOC, in response to debt consolidation, if that's going to be something that's going to rear its ugly head in October, September, October. If you're not a homeowner, the reason we preach owning a home is for a very simple fact. Since the 1930s, home values have doubled every 10 years. I talked about it last mm-hmm. week's episode, which means if all thing, you know, we don't get blown up in a nuclear war, uh, by 2050-ish, Zelensky. the average home price in America is going to be Close to a million dollars. Mm -hmm. So do you want to get on that train now? Or do you want to not put a plan in place and figure it out with the help of a team and and then try and get on that train in seven, eight years? Would you like to save two to three hundred dollars to touch on your point? Because if you're going to be paying four hundred dollars a month for your student loan debt and you got a HELOC that say you pay it all off, 80 grand, Mm -hmm. you might still be at two hundred dollars a month. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep, Leverage right? your house. Well, yep. and, and, that, and that's something that, you know, we, we do you touch do, on. You do have uh, uh, terms, right? It, it balloons at 15 years or whatever, yeah. but it yeah, at it least buys the, you time. Yeah, it depends on the HELOC. Right. Mm-hmm. Talk to your lenders. Yeah. And we talked about it earlier, right? They've got yeah. a great HELOC program. Yeah. Uh, most lenders will have a great, it just depends on most lenders. It would just depend on, uh, you know, what the terms are, what the rates are, shop around, talk to different people, but there's, it's an opportunity mm-hmm. and it's a solution. It may not be a catch-all, right? But it's something. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's an mm-hmm. option. Yep. You have options. Yep. And, and to touch on what you were saying, um, who was, who's doing the buy and the sell, um, Statman, uh, we, we, we had the first month, a few back costume. that, that more people were moving out of Colorado that moving in. Yep. Yeah. For the those are the people that, those are the listings. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not a mass exodus by any means, no. but I've, I've, People are not rebuying for me. They're just listing mm-hmm. because they're leaving. 
Yep. Yeah, I talked to three buyers last week. All of them were going to buy. They're all leaving. Yep. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. going to go buy in, like, Oklahoma. Or, yeah, or Wyoming. I'll never and, visit yeah, them there. And, <laughs> and the, there is knowledge behind that, too, because yeah. I had an interesting conversation. I have a couple that they might be going to Mexico. They, mm. they said, oh, we're going to take our equity, buy our dream house, retire over there. I said, okay, understand that there's going to be some taxes you're going to have to pay. Yeah, yeah. And you got to disclose that to your title company. But I had that conversation. They'll come back to me, and they're like, hey, they just took 40K. What's up? Like mm-hmm. factor that in. Talk to your CPA. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and here's something Outside else. With of the, state taxes. Here's something else with student loans that happened that not not a lot of people paid attention to or didn't see the email come through. A lot when when this whole uh, payoff of the the, the loans mm. came through. A lot of these loan the the companies that were holding these loans they wanted to consolidate because as Oscar talks about all the time, secondary market. Right. They they carry your loan. They sell it. They're not making money. Whatever it is. So I know for me. My loan used to be through Great Lakes. I got an email, and now it's through Sheron or some or some other company, and it's just an email. It's just it's literally just in your inbox. It mm-hmm. says your your loan has been transferred. Yep. And if you're not aware of that, if you haven't been paying attention to that, and you go in and try and log in like you did two years ago to pay your loan, you're gonna have to take the time to re-register on that website, create a profile, look through and see if everything transferred correctly, where's your, where, what's your rate at, what, you know? And not a lot of people have been paying attention to that. To take that one step further, also make sure that your current address yes. is current mm-hmm. because in two years, a lot of people moved. And if it is a direct mail or you set it up with like I did, dude, I set mine up for my, my University of Colorado Go Buffs. <laughs> uh, sucks house to be CSU. Rams in my yeah, house. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> my whole family's CSU. Um, there's a lot of people like I said, my email address was my, my dot edu email address mm-hmm. from, I don't know, whenever I graduated 46 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And <laughs> so if I'm not getting that, mm-hmm. then they're going to send it to me via mail. And if I don't live at the same address, mm-hmm. they're not going to hunt you down. Mm-mm. So that September it's one, not their responsibility. that September one deadline can come through. And if you're not getting that communication and I heard this, this is, they're, they're putting in place a, a very specific, um, order of operations as far as yes. as far as contacting people, right? Mm-hmm. And the goal is, their mandate, is they have to reach out between now and September 1st six different times. Yep. Most of that will be via direct mail mm-hmm. or email, right? Yep. But if your information is not up to date and your address isn't correct, you can go these next three months mm-hmm. not get a single piece of mail. You forget about it. Life happens. Now, all of a sudden, you fast forward another year. That moratorium on the credit reports not getting hit with delinquencies. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say you go, hey, I do want to buy a house. I got another job, blah, blah, blah. The market calmed down, whatever. And you go, actually, you don't qualify. You're, Surprise. Yeah, yep. you're delinquent on, on your student loan. Well, so make sure you guys are well, verifying if you have student loans, your contact info, your login info, your servicer, and your current address. Yeah, And there was a while back, I don't know what the guidelines are now for deferment and student loans. Uh, they, they have some guidelines within the lending perimeters mm-hmm. that there's some kind of leeway there. As so, far as? As far as um, like FHA, uh, there was there was a, a little bit of a buffer if you had any um, medical debt mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. Or, or delinquencies yeah. on your on your. From what? On your I, student loans. So I don't know if that that's going to come up again and have a little bit of. It might for that there. first for that first year. Um, outside of that, though, as far as I as far as I know, the the guidelines for FHA is they'll take a half of what your monthly payment is, and then conventional is the full monthly payment. Deferment, there is a percentage that they took if you were deferred. Um, mm-hmm. But 
So here's here's something else I want to talk about. We should have had a lender in the house <laughs> at the mic. Here's a here's something else I, I wanted to talk about and bring up around student loans. I saw a video, um, and obviously take take it with a grain of salt, but there was a video that I saw. Um, I had backing with statistics and numbers and all that kind of stuff. But basically, what they were talking about is there is a possibility that we can see a 2008 um, loan situation, balloon, fall through, with student loans after this, after this goes back into effect. So basically what he was talking about is what this could lead to is if enough people are defaulting on their loans after mm-hmm. student loans start again, we can see a crash that we've never seen before because, again, student loans are purchased and backed on the secondary market. Well, and there's a, there's a weird, there's two things that are happening at the same time right now. Mm-hmm. And if they both happen, it could be bad. Totally yeah. get it. Number one is, so you guys know, the, the reason the Fed raises rates is to cause a recession. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's the only way to cool an inflation. If you're inflationary, you want a deflationary stage of the economy, which would be a recession, right? Well, their plan is, and this has been the Fed playbook forever, <laughs> is they raise rates till something breaks. And at first, they were going after the housing market. It's that didn't work. happen. Now they're going after unemployment, mm-hmm. right? And we just got the jobs report last week, which is why rates spiked a little bit. Uh, it's still going strong for a multitude of reasons that we won't get into today because that could be a whole other episode. We don't have enough bourbon. We don't have <laughs> enough bourbon for that. Yeah. Uh, we also don't have enough migrant workers, honestly. That's yeah. part of the reason. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, Thank you. <laughs> what? Sorry. Who, Did I say that a lot? Uh, anyway, um, if we do break... <laughs> unemployment and it skyrockets Mm -hmm. and then you do have student loans go back into fruition Mm -hmm. and now you've got people that don't have jobs that also have an extra $500 a month payment that's when it can get exactly a little bit it's going to be an interesting break right because because when the the housing market broke it was an asset that could be correlated with banking and personal right when it comes to um, student loans, there's no asset tied to it. Right. Nope. So I'm interested exactly. what, yeah. how, what kind of topsy-turvy mm-hmm. shit we'd get into with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Well, and honestly, this is, again, we need more I, bourbon. I just don't, yep. I just don't see the thought of, like I said earlier, people are struggling, struggling. We're going to add more struggle to the struggle. Yeah. But we're not, the problem is here's the deal. We're not going to solve that. No. Right. No, so no, no. I, I get it. I, it, it is what it is. You mm-hmm. print $2 trillion, you have to suffer the consequences. And student yeah. loans, it's not anything new, right? No, no it's not. But I think the point is, if you are one of those individuals that does have student loans and it is coming up on that kind of event horizon, put a plan in place, whether it's yep. autom- we've talked about this a couple of times, automate your savings accounts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, hell, if you have extra money, invest in CDs right now at 6%. Uh, we talked about that, I think, three weeks ago. Uh, put a plan in place to put whatever that, like, let's say you know your repayment's going to be $347 a month. Start putting away that $347 a month now mm-hmm. so that when it does show up in October and that first bill's due, head of the game. Then you're ahead of the you game. You already got it. Yep. And, and I think that's the hardest thing for people to do is, I, I, what do you mean? I already don't feel like I can save money. So what you're telling you me can to save, save money. more money? You, can you know, save there's always ways. If there's always ways. Toast in Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Avocado yes. toast, bro. Yeah. Avocado toast. Yeah. Just stop buying avocado toast. Well, and, and honestly, like I'd, I'd love to be able to sit here and tell everybody like, water. it's going to get better. It, it, we, we see this coming. Honestly, as I said before, this is a situation that we have never seen in the United States. Unprecedented. Ever. The, yeah. The definition of unprecedented. And so and it's not doom and gloom. It's no. educate yourself. There's yeah. options. Be prepared. Mm-hmm. Don't, yeah. don't just take the 
whatever they dish out. Mm-hmm. Work away. Figure it out. Work, there, there's work ways. around it. Absolutely. I look at like MapQuest. <laughs> right? MapQuest? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Go to the gas station, I was, buy one of those maps, be like, I want to get from A to B, follow directions. <laughs> You're in the passenger seat. Are we going to bring up MySpace while we're at it? <laughs> said MapQuest. Yep. Dang. Yep. That's Here's, awesome. Let me like print it. out 10 pages. Total oh, side note. Single uh, lines. I think this is like three years ago. I was driving to Vegas. Four years ago, I was driving to Vegas. And I was in the middle of Utah, right? And I pull up. And I look over, and it's these two old ladies in this Toyota Camry. And no shit, one of them had a freaking printout mm-hmm. map from Road the gas station <laughs> taking up literally two-thirds of this car <laughs> while the other one's just driving. And I'm sitting there just imagining, from the, steering imagining the conversation that's <laughs> happening in this car. God damn it, Edna, can you get this map out of my way? Where's the gas station? And I'm like, do you guys not have smart? No? Okay. No, you know no. what? I'm just going to yeah, keep you driving. You know what? When you're used to something, yeah. you used to say, you give a map quiz, they're going to end up in freaking... Kansas. You remember that when you had to do it and then you printed yeah. it out? Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. Right. It was hey, like my house. When, when, like when I first started, lines. I was making that much money. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't afford a Garmin's GPS. Yeah. I was no, printing man. out map quests. Oh, yeah. Mother. Oh, yeah. Had, like, oh, I mean, I've been going pages through, of just directions. I've been going through, I, w- I was going through some, a situation with my cell phone where it wasn't, it wasn't working. And I like, I literally pulled off to the side of the road at one point. I was like, holy shit. How do I be completely lost without cell service? Like, I don't, I know, luckily I know the highway. But I get off 25 and try and, oh, yeah, take this street. Go down yeah. here. I'd be like, ah. So, nah. so as you guys are getting prepared, pretend like you're, you, we're, I, we're your map quest. That's yeah. what it is. I had we're just map trying to give book. you the directions. Yeah. It was cool because back then they'd give you coordinates so that you would just follow it. It was like <laughs> this way and this way. There's the freaking house. And you'd get there. Now, if my GPS isn't working, I'm like, fuck, we'll yeah. go look like, at it Oscar, tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> Oscar, where are you at? Three mics out. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me. Hey, sometimes my paper. old yeah. school stuff is tried and true, man. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. On a walkie, get a compass on a out and you're good to go. You get lost. I in got that. the bourbon. The, you get, you get lost in Highlands Ranch. Good luck. Those streets go diagonal. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> on a on a Nextel. <laughs> Push the talk. Whatever. I, I had that going on for opening day. You guys didn't want the walkie talkies, though. Uh, dude, we should. We we needed them. We needed them. I told you. Oh man. Well, and that's honestly, it's these discussions are hard to have because like we've talked about before, money is one of the most difficult conversations for anybody to have with an individual without feeling in the most vulnerable state that they could be in, especially in today's market. Yep. And, and, and our podcast is a little different. We're not going to give you all the stuff that feels good because the stuff that doesn't feel good needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And we're bringing it up not as a doom and gloom as there is options. Find out what they are. Educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Talk to us. Talk to anybody that knows what it's about, and you'll be okay. Professional. I just yes, professional. That. I yeah. Don't talk to your don't neighbor. Don't talk that, to your uncle that just from wants to chew Wichita, the Kansas. Hour. Uncle Joe. Yeah. That sells pipes. Like, talk to a professional. <laughs> he might know. Someone you trust. <laughs> he okay? pipes. He's a businessman. <laughs> well, and it also, it also comes down to the, to the, you know, just the thought of, like, you can sit and complain. Yep. Or you can do something about it. what most people like to do. Right? But, but that's also, and it, you guys have heard me say it before. We got here because for a significant amount of the last decade, there has been an entire generation of people who decided that voting is not important. And there's people that are in power now that if we had decided that voting was important and we paid attention to it, probably wouldn't be there. And it, as always, we can talk about doom and gloom. We can talk about positivity. We can talk about different programs that are being introduced. But at the, the end of the day- Next podcast is gonna be positivity and tickle stuff. But, but, but at the end of the day, comes down to you. It is mm-hmm. your responsibility 
to look up the information to a point where you at least feel educated or comfortable with what's going on. Because at the end of the day, we can sit here and complain. We can comment on TikTok. We can, you know, riot in the streets if we want. But, at the, but at the end yeah, of the day, it's not, you're not, you're not controlling things the way that it's set up to be controlled. So, but he said a key, a key word. Also, I'm very impressed. Right phrase, now. huh? I'm very impressed. Oh, right every now. episode. Did you not realize yeah. that he does it every oh. episode? Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got, got the mad perfect skills. No, it, um, you said there a generation that doesn't want to vote, mm-hmm. and how many, how many of the people that are in power banked on that? Yeah, exactly. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not. You know, and then I'm not like let's take the power back. But no, let yeah, let's take a little mm-hmm. bit of power back. Yeah, Un- understand what you're going through, and it's because your lack of voting put those people into place that are making these decisions for you. I would love to see like Get a, informed. like a Mr. Beast, like somebody who has a large social media following, just do like a mock vote. Just to, like, hey, if you're engaged on social mm. media, have him put a poll up. Do you know how many millions of people? That, that's what I mean. Yeah. And, but because Did people you know are willing... He, I think it was him. Uh, just really quick, yeah. I hate to interrupt. He, he, he blocked off that bridge over on on yeah and made a slip and slide on it yeah no i wish i was here i didn't see that uh-huh. yeah that guy has a tie to cast rock i don't know yep. you've been here long I, I i don't know what his tie to cast right he had the battle bus too and all yeah, the kids he had went the battle bus, and oh, he has he has yeah. a mr beast burger and he's got a mr beast burger okay yeah, yeah, yeah. well anyway, but see, sorry like, but that's my whole squirrel. point is I, I would love to see like if you can get on social media and we've all seen it and complain and comment the hell what the hell are you doing get, get up get go vote yeah, like, and again, this is not a political yeah, podcast. Don't yell at me, user two one five six eight four two seven three six. Keep bragging on him. I want to see it. No, but this isn't a political podcast. But we can turn it into TikTok. One. But it's gonna be real. And and real, again, real. we're not we're not for or with, and we will we'll stay neutral. Mm-hmm. But TikTok, they screwed up one of Trump's um, rallies. Yeah, oh, yeah. you're sixteen year olds. Yes, yeah, a bunch of sixteen year olds. Why can't you just yeah. go out and there and vote? That's the exactly. power you have. Exactly. Whatever yes. side you're on. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's care. the other thing, right? So we could do a whole podcast on my 90-10 rule. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that we Charlie is very familiar with my, <laughs> with my 90-10 rule. Uh, and maybe we should do that one day. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It'd be fun. Just a little, um, little tidbit. Yeah, especially now that I got, uh, you know, Evidence. scholastic uh, <laughs> backing. But anyway. Dang. The, Walk at the thesaurus over here. He says scholastic. The... Uh, <laughs> the when, when we talk about doing research and due diligence and so on and so forth, what you guys have to understand is it, it's important the content you consume. And there is, there's a great, uh, there's a book I was reading. It's an author, it's The Art of Impossible. If you guys, uh, I'll link it here actually because I love the book. I think everybody should read it. But he basically goes and says, you can consume a bunch of different content, right? You can consume mm-hmm. videos, YouTube channel, podcasts, magazine articles, books, right? And the consuming that information has the greatest return on investment Mm -hmm. because if you think about it, right? So let's say you read the National Geographic and you read a three-page article about, I don't know, climate change, something, whatever it is. It's written by a journalist, scientist with, you know, uh, sources, so on and so forth. It may take you, I don't know, three pages, five minutes, right? If you're a Mm -hmm. slow reader two, three, mm-hmm. if you're a fast reader, mm-hmm. to consume that information. But the information you're consuming was a month of research and fact-checking and uh, validation, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. So now you expand it and say, okay, well, how about a, well, if I listen to an hour-long podcast mm-hmm. with a certain expert on it that is ac- academically backed, so on and so forth. Okay, so it takes you an hour to listen to the podcast and you consume that information. The information you're consuming took maybe two to three months of interviews and 
validation and fact checking and so on and so forth. Well, what right? you're talking about is, but the then beauty. if you read a book, and I'm just this is I'm a book reader. No, no, so this I, is the only reason I'm gonna say I'm, this I'm shit. I'm digging what he's okay. saying. No, no, no. But but if you read yeah. a book, right, mm-hmm. it may take you I don't know five days, six days to read a 300 page mm-hmm. book. The amount of research, education, interviews, etc., that went into the book could be mm-hmm. two to three years, five years, ten years of knowledge packed into the three to five days. So what what I'm saying is to piggyback off of. Mm-hmm making you guys understand the importance of being educated and, and uh, I don't know, up to date on what the fuck is happening. It only takes you an investment of a week to gain 15 years of knowledge. Dude, but that's dead. I, I got well, cheers you to that. You know well, what I'm saying? That, that, like, that is dead on. Yes. Well, here, and that's, that's what I was, I was going to add to that and that say. That is dead on, yes. One of my top three, like a lot, one of my top three quotes we stand on the backs of the giants that came before us. Exactly. What Jameson just described is that exact quote personified yep. is the same reason why libraries are one of the most protected places in cities around the world. Mm-hmm. It's because libraries house years, centuries of knowledge. Real and, life example. Yeah. We talked about the SAVE program, right? Mm-hmm. Saving for valuable education. Guarantee, if I go out into the streets of Castle Rock, Colorado... And I say, did you go to college? Yes. Do you have a student loan? Yes. Do you know the repayment plans that are available to you now that SCOTUS has uh, undermined or gotten blocked the reimbursement program or the, the student, student debt forgiveness program? Two things are going to happen. One, I didn't know there was a student debt forgiveness program happening. <laughs> yep. I just thought I wasn't paying. Two, no, I don't know mm-hmm. what my programs are. So now if you listen to us, we've done the research. It's taken you maybe, I don't know, I could clip this into a minute and a half thing with a link, (laughs) and you get to benefit from the research that we did Mm -hmm. for free so that you guys can educate yourself. And that opportunity is out there everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's just a personal choice on whether or not you guys want to actually pursue it. If anything, we kicked the door open so you could go do the research. Exactly. Yep. Yep. All right. That sounds like it's it's about time for us to move into our own rock takeaway. Every hour? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Man, that went quick. It did. Who wants, who wants to take it first? All right, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say the subliminal message that your shirt is giving me. Savannah Bananas? A, the banana. i got some banana flavor out of this. It's oh, weird. Wait, wait, wait. One rock oh. takeaway. Oscar's, oh, on. Oscar's on. been away for a couple days. Yeah, yeah. A couple yeah no, I, had to, I, I wanted to say it between all this deep conversation oh, yeah. we had. I was like, <laughs> the one, t- I, it's, it's hard, right? Because at the end of the day, the podcast is about education, but it's the information that's out there you got to seek it. It's mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like success, right? You can't wait to, for success to come to you. Mm-hmm. You got to go knock on that door, kick it down, and go get it. Yep. Same with knowledge. Yep. You need to go out there, figure it out. Don't don't just take what they're dishing out. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. Don't don't just take what they're giving you. Ask questions. Find out if there's options. I like That's it. my one t- one rock takeaway. I like it. You want me to go? Or you, you, want you can go. All right. If you've watched the podcast, if you if you know me in person, if you have seen my TikTok and or Instagram, you've heard me say this before, but I believe that this is one of the most beautiful things about our human experience, and it's the fact that everybody has lived life a different way, therefore you can learn something from everybody. Mm-hmm. And that ties perfectly into the what Jameson was talking about with the books. <clears throat> there's specialists out there, there's people who have dedicated their lives to learning and being the professionals to come to about these topics. Take it upon yourself to reach out and, and talk to them because I guarantee you somebody who spent a lot of time on something loves to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And anybody who comes to them with open arms looking to learn and, and, and truly talk to them about it, 
you will get the best information and probably better information than you would from five hours on a book. Sit down, target somebody who you trust, who you know has the information, go in with a plan, ask the right questions, and you'll learn more than more than anything because more than likely they've read that book mm-hmm. exactly and they can so the uh, the book i was talking about art of impossible he was a journalist for the new york times uh and he was an investigative reporter and they had a this is not my one rock takeaway i'm just giving you some credence too no thank you um per charlie's point their goal was to if you have a topic and you hear it from one professional ask at least three others mm-hmm and if all four can cooperate, then you're good. Mm-hmm. This dude made a mistake, and the information that got printed was, ended up being incorrect. So he changed it to, I'm going to go ask five people, mm-hmm. right? Well, what he found was, yeah, one through four usually will be similar because a lot of them run in the same circles, and they have the same research, and they have the same biases, and so on and so forth. But if you get that fifth person, then all of a sudden it turns into, okay, this is different. And you can start to kind really discern what is valid and what's not and making a decision so when charlie says you know if you sit down and talk to people absolutely 100 percent, always mm-hmm. as much as you possibly can but talk to different people with different backgrounds yes. and different specialties and mm-hmm. and 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 begin to kind of build that skill of synthesizing that information so you can mm-hmm. make really good decisions you get in the habit of researching right mm-hmm. so that leads into my one rock takeaway and i just have two things for you guys today number one is be curious always 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 be curious and number two is be prepared. Mm-hmm. And I think they play off of each other because in order to be prepared, you have to know what to be prepared for. In order to know that, you have to be curious about what's coming next. Mm-hmm. And if you guys can get that down, I think personally, just looking at the financial markets, looking at our economy, looking at the housing market specifically, because obviously we're realtors, this next 12 months mm-hmm. is going to be a fucking doozy. Yep. And I don't think that if you talk to seven different people, all seven people are going to give you the same prediction as far as what's going to happen. So the only way to make sure that you guys are in a position to succeed or to not fail, whatever your goal is, right? No, succeed. We don't is, play to not fail. I'm just fail. saying, some people play, to lose, play not to lose versus play to win. 90-10 rule. We'll have a whole podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, the only way to put yourself in that position is to be curious and seek out knowledge and education so that you can then prepare yourself for any eventuality that might happen. Never stop being a student. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're the so, smartest person in the room, yep. you're the wrong Maybe room. Maybe that's two rocks, exactly. but it is what it is. I like it. It's important. Yeah, I'll, I'll I like it. it. I'll take I it. I like it. I'll take it. And, and before we head off, I, it's funny because we, we talked about- We ain't heading off. Like, we still got to rate this whiskey. Well, no, no, I'm saying before we, we drink go the rest into the- whiskey. <laughs> before we go into the, into the bourbon review, one thing that like, on, the, on that note of, of information and stuff mm-hmm. like that, obviously, and have to give this disclaimer- the fact that you watch a single TikTok, reel, or video on social media does not mean you have the most accurate information. No. Unless and, they're ours, like we're fantastic. <laughs> so I'm just saying. But no, check us. Yeah, check us too. Like if, no. you, if I say something, yep. please call me out. Go check. Reference it though. Yep. Let me know where you got the information from that you check me on. But the does reason what, I bring it up is because... Does Wikipedia count? Well, I don't know. It didn't when I was in school. But the reason I bring it up is because one thing, and one thing that Alicia does with my girlfriend and... I've never really seen somebody do it, but I, I love her for it, is she'll watch a TikTok, and within the first five seconds, if it's presenting information, she, goes, she pauses it, goes directly to the comments. Why is that? Because people will call out other people on their bullshit. And so that, I just wanted to bring it up, because we live in a world of so much saturation of information, 
Just because you watch one thing does not mean you're an expert on it, does not mean you know enough about it to talk about it. If it interests you enough to the point where you want to talk about it, do the research. Also Sorry. understand so algorithms, algorithms yeah. work, so what you're seeing is like your own bias, so just yeah, yeah, be careful. Exactly, soapbox. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so I think it's time to move into the bourbon review. <laughs> How's that for a transition, boys and girls? You like that one? That was good, right? Let's talk about Heavy, 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 and how is this bourbon tasting? <laughs> yep, yep. Better um, than it did an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even taste it anymore. Yes, exactly. Uh, honestly, it, it the burn didn't subside. No. I love the water in it. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm yeah. not, I, I do yeah. not put rocks in my stuff. Mm-hmm. This actually, it worked. I, yeah, I think it's it. that, that higher proof. Like yeah. it's, I didn't yeah, know it, it unlocks proof. it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and coming from a, coming from a position of, you know, we, we always talk, we talk about how many bourbons we've tried. And I've talked in the past about how my palate has become more defined mm-hmm. based on the bourbons that we've tried. This is still a, this was still a shock to me. Yeah. This was yeah. definitely still, you know, it, the burn for anybody who watches us or for anybody that wants to get into bourbon, just know that the burn will always be there. <laughs> I, I feel like Knob Creek could be an eloquent bourbon. Yes. But it's still, mm. I'm going to punch you in Knob. the face. It's I'm Knob still Knob Creek, Creek bitch. Yeah. I'm yeah. here. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I see this. It, yeah. it was, it's Knob Creek. I know I'm going to like it, but then it reminded me, yeah, I'm still 100-something Creek. Yeah, I'm, I'm still don't, a don't bourbon. Don't forget that. Exactly. I like it, though. Yeah. It's, it hasn't, I, I, don't want my, I don't want the heat to play into my, my rock rating. Oh, I, I'm too much. Fuck the heat. I still got heartburn. Right. <laughs> right. But, but it, it's good. Yeah. It, I mean, the, 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 the taste and fl- flavor profiles out, it was more pros to it than cons. Yes. Yes. Um, it, it overpowers. Uh, it, it is burning. I it do really think, is. though, like I said, it, one, when I added the drops of water, mm. I believe that the flavor profile of the spice elevated added to the burn. Mm. And my brain was going, oh, this is hot. And then the spice came in. It's like, yeah, it's really hot. And I think that's what you feel at the back of your throat. It's not the heat of the bourbon. It's the spices in the bourbon. Sorry, I was doing some research. But Uh-oh. yeah. <laughs> and what now? Yeah, we're, we're done. We're well, no, no, no. I, yeah, bourbon Fuck research. It's going to be a two-hour podcast. Yeah, bourbon research. No, no, no. Bourbon <laughs> research. Because we went on a small batch run. Mm-hmm. And I was looking to see if we had had a small batch that was 120 proof. Mm-mm. We have not. Mm-mm. Really? No, nope. everything's been a hundred. Mm-hmm. What did we have that was that was high improved? Uncut, unfiltered smoke wagon was one eighteen. Really? Yes. What was the Elijah Craig? One eighteen. Oh. So I'm just seeing if this is the highest proof bourbon we've had. Yeah. Because it kind of affects how I'm comparing it to the other yeah. ones. Because um, my first thought, anytime small batch, any bourbon, I just mm-hmm. now compare to smoke wagon. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. again, you guys are doing bourbon. You're doing a good job, guys. Great job. Great fans. If you're listening, smoke wagon, I'd like to go to Vegas. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. and I guess I could have looked at the bottle that we have right behind me now that I think about it <laughs> versus doing this. Whatever. Research. Yeah, this is interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's, I, it's, it's a good interesting, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to. I feel like we almost have to have a separate category for high proof for high proofs. yeah yeah uh, yeah because it's hard to rate it against mm-hmm. something that's not 120 yeah you know what i mean because the whole point of 120 is is right. or something exactly. as mallow as a larceny yeah, yeah. high weeded right mm-hmm. exactly um i'll go ahead and start it off for if i'm gonna rate it on the water drop not on the not on not on the straight up uh, yeah not on the straight up only because i feel like the water drop is a more fair comparison to the hundred proofs yeah. um if I'm doing that, I'm sitting right at about right at about a, a four, okay, on mm-hmm. this one. Um, it's only because I don't feel like the flavor rolls through the profile 
as much as some of the other bourbons that we've had where you get the heat up front, then you get the sweetness, sure. then you get the, the, you know, it's very much burn. Let me wait a little bit. The burn's there. Vanilla spice cardamom. You know, like it's like, and then okay. it sits on the back yeah. of your tongue. So it, it's, it's less, God, I, 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 I sound pretentious. It's less of a journey of flavor than it is a, a, a here's the flavor. Like right. A so punch you, don't, of you flavor. don't need a map quest <laughs> to go from start to finish <laughs> yep. on exactly. a neat, a neat pour yes. of Knob Creek single barrel mm-hmm. That makes sense. I get it. Yep. Those old ladies would be pissed that I stopped yep. driving to Vegas. But, you know, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go with a four. Okay. You want to go? Sure. I'm going to go with a three because I appreciate the, <laughs> the, the quickness of I am what I am. Here's this. Here's this. We're there. I am unapologetic. Nice. I am. I'll apologize. I'm going to kick your teeth in. It's good. Just take it. Yeah. Okay. Ah, yeah. It, it, but it's good. It's not like it burns. It sucks. It's the brown yeah. bagger. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it hurts so good. I think, I think for me, it's definitely, I, I like that you get, that you give it a three. I think it, that, earthy that earthy punch is just too heavy for me i just get everything all at once and i can mm-hmm. appreciate it for what it is but again don't forget except for the i bread. have a very sweet palate like i do not oh yeah alicia, he eats reese's pieces every day <laughs> alicia, alicia drinks like kombucha and i can't do it because oh, no, i would toss it, that shit out the window it, it, uh, to her I'm, I'm sorry babe it tastes like dirt i can't yeah kombucha is <laughs> hard it tastes like vinegar yeah. yeah i just i can't do it i, I like but, it dude but i get unsweetened iced tea yeah, and then I pour a shit ton of Splenda in it because it's zero <laughs> calories. So, <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that's where my four comes from. Is it, it's just yeah. too, too yeah. dirty, too earthy for yeah. me. Okay, all at once. So, I really like bitter, so Charlie so. hates the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I love this planet. Don't you dare he start hates with Earth. <laughs> <laughs> he hates the Earth. That's what he I, just said. No, no, no. no. He was he was nope. a, he was a hippie guy. I am literally a, guy, a tree right? hugger. Yes, I, I he was a tree hugger hippie. Hug trees. Look how handsome he looks now, though. Yes, he's good. He cut his hair. Yeah, you know. Telling Oscar before is the imposter syndrome gets real, real when I when I cut my hair. Yeah. Just because when I look at myself in the mirror now, I go, that's the douchebag I used to hate. Yeah. Uh, but hey, I look good. Welcome to the party, baby. Yeah. Hey, he's hey, a, he's thanks, a handsome babe. guy. I mean, tell him he's a handsome guy. It's good. It's okay he's to be handsome. handsome. Guy. He's a handsome guy. Own it. Own it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Jamie. All right. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go in between you guys because I agree with you rating it on the water. Mm-hmm. But I agree with Oscar that. Yeah, it's it's a punch in the face, mm. but it's at 120 proof. I would expect it to be a punch in the face. Now, this is the, this is why like we ha- I think we have to have a separate category because at it, this is the 120 smoke wagon uncut unfiltered is 118. Mm-hmm. Nothing beats that for me so far. I don't know if this comes close. Yes, you know what I mean. I know you've yeah. had it. What would you compare this to a Booker's? Booker's 127. <sighs> we have to have it on the podcast. Yeah, I will. I, I need to taste it again. I, I, in that comparison, though, I I'm sitting solid on that four. When you bring up that, it's yeah. It's so that's what I'm saying. Like I think wagon. three and a half. Yeah. Because like so I look at it and I say, so this to me is more paddle, palatable when I have three drops of water. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I pour smoke wagon uncut mm-hmm. unfiltered, mm-hmm. neat. I don't need shit. <laughs> no. no. Like mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> And it doesn't taste 118. We are not See what I'm saying? sponsored yeah. yet, right? By so, smoke yeah. wagon. At this We're point, smoke out. wagon. Like, come on, <laughs> come on. Smoke wagon, <laughs> rockstar, bang. bang. Like, come mean, on. Let's, I'm let's, still waiting for bang to sponsor. I just need something, <laughs> something. But no, I. So I think a three and a half. If I make, if I, if I split the difference, I'm, I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is a very good 120. Yes. 
Um, and I think it's a very good small batch. I don't think it's as good as the other small batches we had other than Long Branch. Uh, yes. can, we, can we talk yes. about price? Uh, 56 bucks. Not yeah, bad. Not bad. Not for, bad. A, for a, for a for store a small, select, too. Yeah, yeah. store select, so it's small different. batch, yeah. 100 I think small group. batch by itself is 49 Now that it's because it's a store pick, it's 56 And mm-hmm. And when we say store pick, it, it is worth it. Yes, agreed. Yeah, yeah, six, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Because mm-hmm. you got people that are tasting well. these barrels, and they they, they know re- what they're doing. Yes, exactly. So yeah. I think three and a half. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, guys, hell of an episode. Come back to it was. We took a break last week for the for the holiday, but <laughs> I took a three week break. Right, but you no, know, it, it was good. It was good. I think it needed good to refresher. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. It was nice to come back and have an audience member today. So thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Um, <laughs> Insert applause laugh. here. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll throw the laugh track in. But guys, don't forget. We are uh, the Mile High Perspective. YouTube channel is Living in Colorado at the Mile High Perspective. You can catch us every week, Monday to Wednesday. Friday is our audio on iTunes and Spotify. And uh, send, us, send us an email at resotr at themilehighperspective.com or give us a phone call at 303-578-0263. Rings all three of us, guys. We also have our contact information on the YouTube channel. And if you guys are listening to this audio... I would just tell you, give us a rating, right? Mm-hmm. If you like what you hear, you think it's valuable, give us a positive rating. We'd love to see it. Uh, and let us know what topics. We'd like to stay as topical mm-hmm. as possible. And there's just so much news coming out right now. It's hard yeah. to pick. <laughs> um, and then, obviously, social media. That's the fun side. Mm-hmm. Oscar, where, where can they find you and your cool mug? Oscar at OscarTheRealtor.com. Uh, well, that's email, but across yeah, the board, Oscar the Realtor. Oscar the Realtor. TikTok, Instagram. All and then them. Oscar Bar on Facebook, right? Linktree is CO. Yep. Nice. That lifting agent on Instagram and TikTok for Charlie. And then for me, uh, the Colorado real estate guy, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook's Jameson Amaros with Fathom Realty. And uh, yeah, let us let us know what you guys think, man. This is a this is a heavy topic. But. Yep. And if you guys haven't taken a look at the channel yet, please check it out. Community spotlights have started flowing. We're doing new build community spotlights as well. Uh, so check it out. Let us know where you want us to go. Pro tip real quick. And I know this is going to piss if we had lenders in the room, it'd probably make them mad. Uh, new builds, though, right now, if you're looking at interest rates, some of the best deals in the market. Four and a yeah. half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, guys, thank you so much for joining us on another episode. Uh, really happy to have you. And, and yep. again, we love doing this for you guys. So thank you for, for participating with us, liking, commenting, and sharing. We'll catch you guys later. All right. See Cheers. You. Later, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Real Estate Served on the Rocks. Remember, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and for the weekly video version, subscribe to our YouTube channel at Living in Colorado, The Mile High Perspective.